Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Off the Dome Radio. We have the co-founders of Indiana's first alcohol-free bar and coffee shop, Schwa Hall and Max Gavin, uh, two pure entrepreneurs who are um, looking to blaze a trail here in Indianapolis and um, open up their shop. It's set to open in March 2023 uh, in downtown Fishers in the first internet bank building. Uh, perfect location. Um, it'll be a great place to stop by. And um, the lounge will offer non-alcoholic beer, wine espresso-based drinks, and non-alcoholic craft cocktails. Um, it'll be the perfect location. And uh, in this interview, Schwa and Max talk about the mission behind their business, uh, the idea of the brand and kind of how it evolved to what it is today. Um, they talk about the impact they want to make on the community and um, kind of the target market they're going after and pretty much all the questions that you might have about um, an alcohol-free bar, they answer them in this interview. Um, so we enjoyed really learning about that. Um, they talk about like what the drink mixing process looks like, how they design their menu, um, how they found their location, how they designed the space. So pretty much everything that you want to know about, they'll cover it. Um, so we begin the show really asking about their background and kind of how they got to where they're at today, their initial motivation for starting the business. And um, they just explain the steps of how they got to where they are today and forming the business, the idea, um, the, the paperwork they had to go through, the, everything that had, they had to do to get today, and um, kind of the exciting things that they're working on uh, heading into this year. So yeah, I thought it was a great interview. Slager, what did you think? Yeah, man, that's, this is why I love this show, because um, you just never know who we're going to get to talk to, and I had never met them before. Uh, I thank you for setting this up, and they're just, it was a fun show, man. Like, we just had a ton of fun, learned about them and the business. But super light, jovial. Uh, they get into the process of creating alcohol-free cocktails because at first, you know, if, if you like to go and have some drinks, you might be thinking, how do you make a, a good alcohol-free cocktail uh, without kind of ruining the experience? And so they go into that, the partnerships, and how they're really establishing themselves in Indianapolis. Uh, then Schwa and Max go through – uh, in detail, the location, what the vibe is going to be, how they're building it out, the artwork going into it. So they have this beautiful image uh, that they've been visualizing, and it's finally coming to life. They sign the papers, and as as you mentioned, Tim, the location is perfect. They have over yeah. 500 people in the bank right above them. They offer coffee. Uh, they might have even offered me a job uh, <laughs> trying to sling some coffee to a potential hotel going in, uh, in, in the same block. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But we finished the show uh, by asking Schwa and Max, you know, we wanted to cover some of the most common questions they get so they could uh, answer those on the show for a larger audience to listen to, uh, to help kind of explain how it's really going to work. And it sounds like an awesome concept. We're definitely going to go visit when they open up. Uh, they're going to have some food as well. Uh, they went through hours. So everything, how it's going to run, how it's going to look and the experience and the vibe you're going to get when you walk into their shop, uh, they run through everything. So this was a fantastic show. You guys are really going to enjoy Schwa and Max and be on the lookout for for their grand opening this March 2023 in Fishers, Indiana. And here we are with Schwa Hall and Max Gavin. All right, what's up, guys? Thanks for uh, hanging with us today. I know it's uh, a little treacherous out, Just worse than we bit. expected. Just a little bit. It's pretty snowy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it reminded me um, on the way here. So Tim and I, I don't know if you guys have heard of Ryan Mickler, Order mm -hmm. of Man. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you've heard of him. We had, had him on the show, 
And one of his things was like, you know, doesn't matter how tired or busy I am, I can't miss an episode because I'm not good enough to not be consistent. True. So I'm driving up here and I'm like, nah, don't even think about turning around. <laughs> like, you're nobody. Like, get get up there, start recording. So we had to get it done. Hey, man, I could never let myself just sit at home all day while it's snowing just because it's snowing. I'd have to be doing something mm-hmm. regardless. I'd yeah, yeah. Like, I'd have to be working. So Got yeah. to. understand that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. So we have uh, Schwa and Max. Uh, whoever wants to go first, maybe intro yourselves. Uh, we'll kick things off. Just give us some background, how we got here, and then we will dive in the weeds in between. Right on. Yeah. What's up, guys? I'm Max. I'm one of the founders and co-owners of Memento Zero Proof. We are Indiana's first non-alcoholic bar and coffee shop. Um, yeah, we've uh, had a pretty interesting journey getting all the way to this point absolutely <laughs> and i'll let schwa take some of that right so i'm schwa he already gave my name away schwa hall uh ceo co-founder of memento zero proof which is indiana's first alcohol free bar so that means we serve alcohol free mm-hmm. beers wines and all that stuff cocktails uh, and of course coffee um how we got to this point it's been a long <laughs> long journey i would say um i came up with the idea Originally, I think in 2018-ish, mm-hmm. um, and back then it was actually called Ambitious Cloud. So cool. that's the name we were going to go with. We ended up changing it because my wife hated it. <laughs> she she was like, I will not be designing anything. She's our designer. Anything for that business. It's a horrible name. So, so you got some ideas to... you keep to yourself now, don't you? Yes, absolutely. I definitely confer with Max before I bring it up to my wife because... Yeah, I just know it's going to get downvoted. <laughs> the will she hate this test. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, uh, originally I just wanted to create a space for people who were in that weird age group of like 18 to 20 because there's not really a social place for those people mm. because they're kind of too old to hang out with like, you know, high schoolers and younger and right. there's nowhere to like loiter just hang out because you can't get into a bar because they're not right, old enough right true but you're still in college so you're like old enough to be hanging with a, adults or whatever mm-hmm. but there's nowhere to hang out with them. Right. And coffee shops close at like five or six usually mm-hmm. i mean starbucks used to stay open to like 10 but since covid mm-hmm. closed at like six so yeah. that was kind of how it started was we just wanted to create a, a space for those that that demographic mm-hmm. and then as it grew over the years um and, and I ended up bringing Max on board and we kind of talked about it. it ended up being way more about the alcohol free aspect and kind of creating a pressure free environment. So yeah. That's kind of how I got started. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like uh, alcohol free is like trending now. It like, is. Like it, it's Absolutely. in the direction of, you know, now it's the thing of, oh, no, I don't drink. Right. right. It's like, all right, that's yeah. cool. But <laughs> right. like, now it's the thing to do. Right. right? Um, so did you guys have certain experiences that drove you to that where you just saw uh, an empty niche in the market where you're like, man, we can fill that void and do it better than someone else can? Right. Uh, what really happened where it drove you to, okay, I have to do this? Yeah, I think uh, a little bit of both. I think for Schwa, it was definitely more of the, there's this niche market that doesn't have anybody catering toward them whatsoever mm-hmm. um and for myself i'm actually a little over two years and two months sober nice congrats, um, congrats. so right about the time i hopped on with the company was when i quit drinking and mm-hmm. so selfishly yeah. yeah i'm looking for a place that i can go hang <laughs> right. out yeah get a non-alcoholic beer and yeah. hang out with my buddies yeah you know? right right um so i think everything kind of just fell into place when we got together about it and 
we had a real long conversation on my front porch one night mm-hmm. and laid out everything, man, and kind of reshaped the business and changed it into what it is now. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Did you guys always know that you wanted to do something like this, like entrepreneurial? Like, have you always had that within you? Or So I don't know Max's uh, story as far. I, I mean, me and Max met when he was in... Uh, I was in sixth. Six. You were in seventh. And I was in seventh oh, wow. grade. Wow, Dude, that's so, awesome. Six. So fifth cool. and sixth. Yeah, so I love those friendships, grade. man. Yeah. Pre, pre, like being eleven or twelve. I don't know what <laughs> Max's thoughts were about business at all. But for me, my uh, best friend up until that point, up until I met Max, me and him were kind of always entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. So when we were, I met him when I was, I think, three or four. And back when we were like five and six and seven, we were trying to write our own books we want to be oh, authors nice right we were really into uh, fantasy books at the time like uh harry potter aragon dragon mm-hmm. stuff love so harry potter we, right rangers apprentice dude I'm yes all rangers yep. apprentice he already knows yep. so we wanted to do stuff like that so we tried writing we were you know seven so it was horrible uh <laughs> i actually uh i'll never forget i emailed uh, i forget the publishing house i emailed a book that i wrote at like nine to a publishing house. No response, of course. It was absolutely garbage. <laughs> they couldn't humor a nine-year-old. Yeah, I you know. know just once. <laughs> right, right. This is good, but hey, try, uh, try again. again. <laughs> try again next year and we'll talk. <laughs> you know. So we did that. And then from there, um, kind of, the, I would say, the first YouTube boom hit, like back when Fred and all that stuff was happening. Mm-hmm. So then me and that friend, we tried to do YouTube. Thank God I've deleted all those videos. <laughs> but if you search hard enough, you could probably find some of them. So we did that for a while. And then around the time we met Max is around the time me and him to start a, decided to start a band. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning, Max wasn't in it, but he ended up joining, I think, two years later. Yeah, as our the drummer. day before freshman year. Yeah, cool. right before high school. So and it, it was kind of always something. It wasn't necessarily let's start a business, but it was... I'm not about to like work a job for right, somebody. Right. I'm gonna do right. something creative. Yeah, right, so I don't know right. what Max's yeah. story. Yeah, was, but. I mean it's it's pretty similar. I never got into the whole book writing thing because <laughs> I don't read much, but uh, I definitely made some. You're YouTube just a doer, videos. man. That's yeah. why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's absolutely. Why. <laughs> I definitely made some YouTube videos, and uh, oddly enough, I happened to be getting into music the same time that mm-hmm. they were. We just didn't really know. Yeah, I guess Schwan, I kind of did. We, we officially met band. in band class. Nice. Um, but yeah, so we, you know, kind of built our friendship a little bit there. And then right before freshman year, I joined the band and it's uh, been history ever since. Schwan and I have been pretty much best friends since then. Yeah, the Very band nice. turned into the studio. We yeah. alluded to that off off camera. So uh-huh. um, when was that? 26. I was 2014. Uh, 2014. I just turned 16 on my 16th birthday. We started a uh, recording studio that at the time was also a photo and video studio. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, the band, we basically realized if we can record ourselves, let's just record other people. We yeah, couldn't so, record ourselves. Yeah, we <laughs> could not. that very clear. Right. We couldn't, but we thought we, we thought could. We thought we could. So, That's a whole different art, man. Like <laughs> it, it's, it's a lot. So we were all self-taught, and then we ended up starting a studio. And in 2018, I believe, mm-hmm. Uh, we moved to the studio to Fountain Square, got mm-hmm. a, a storefront. Yeah, up until then, we had been in a garage in yeah. Fishers and Sunblessed. Right. It was uh, pretty wild. We had some events with, like, 
200, 300 yeah. people show up That's to this awesome. little tiny The neighbors. House. Nice. All the neighbors hated, hated us. us. Nice. Yeah, it was awesome. Hated us. Not gonna, hey, if it's too out. loud, let us know. <laughs> right. We still yeah, fucked. Ripped out the garage doors and built walls on the front of the house so we could have booths and That's all fantastic. that. That's amazing. Yeah, it was I remember was the one time we had an all-day music fest in the backyard, and mm-hmm. the neighbors called the cops twice on us, and the cops were like, I, we just had to come because they called us, but you mm-hmm. guys are fine. Yeah. The ordinance isn't till 11, so you're good till then. Like, it doesn't matter. You can do whatever <laughs> yeah. you want. Those are good cops, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so that was they were cool. probably in your shoes at one point doing uh-huh. the same thing. Yeah, right. right. That's funny. So. Hey, y'all got a keg back there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. We're going to hang out for a while. We got an hour and then we'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. So you guys did that and then you're sitting on the porch talking about the business right. after that. So what were the steps of really forming things, getting you know, brick and mortar and real tangible business things happening so i'd say from as far as memento is concerned we uh that would have been when we were talking on the porch that would have been 2020 i think late 2020 or late 2021 love it um what year is it right now late 21 they say it's 23 (laughs) yeah oh my gosh that's what they say yeah we can't trust them yeah Um, (laughs) so late 2021 uh actually after a, a studio meeting uh, which was at Max's house. Uh, the rest of the guys left, and we were just sitting out there talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like I said, I've been I had this idea since 2018. So what I had done to kind of get the ball rolling, because I was like, I know I'm not gonna have the money to open like a coffee shop for a long time, but I want to start getting the brand name out there. I'd like to. My my idea is like, when you open the doors on opening day, you should already have like. A line ready to come in, mm-hmm. or you should already yep. have a thousand, two thousand, three thousand followers on Instagram. Like it shouldn't be like, "Hey, we're open," and you slowly build because right, right. it's going to take you forever. So sink money, yeah. So my idea was like, I gotta somehow be on social media. So I started it as a t-shirt company, a clothing brand. Okay. Um, I'm not sure you got, if you guys are familiar with Vardigan. It was in Fishers, uh-uh. so mm-hmm. it was on 116th. Um, I forget how long they long ago they moved probably four or five years ago ago, but it was a coffee shop that was also a clothing store um so that was a big inspiration for me i wanted to be a coffee shop clothing store who stayed open late and catered to 18 to 20s that was how it started Mm -hmm. and so i started the t-shirt part first because i was like i can do that now sure i just gotta have a couple hundred bucks buy some t-shirts yep sell them to people so i started i launched my first uh shirt the end of 2019 or end of summer of 2019. Um, so I was like when I incorporated the business and started making it all. Of course, we were called Ambitious Cloud back then. Um, so I did that for a while and I was just doing drops. Um, and then I'd say probably mid 2020, I started getting really into the business side of how to grow a clothing brand. And that's uh, my screen printer actually, because what I was doing was just doing cool designs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then I'd put like memento or not memento, ambitious cloud mm-hmm. on the tag, and that that's what I was doing. But he was basically like, you know, it would look a lot better if you put like the logo or the brand on the shirt. And I was like, well, nobody's gonna buy it if they don't, you know, if they don't know the name. Right. And so the design we're wearing right now was kind of out of the advice of him. So we ended up doing something where we put like the name on the side Mm. and like the logo, but we made sure that there was like a cool design. So I started kind of switching how I was doing my designs around then. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, that's when we started chatting about 
how we could grow this business. And I was telling him, I was like, I feel like this is going to be big. I feel like this is blah, 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 but I need some help if you want to be part of it. Um, and then I'd say really at the beginning of 22 is really when we were like, okay, let's kick this into high gear. Let's make this happen. Mm-hmm. And he, mind you, when we say kick it into high gear, that still at that point meant, all right, we can get a bu- or a building by, you know, 2024, 2025. Right. We'll be, we'll be rocking and rolling by then. And yeah. here we are hopefully opening later this year. So that's awesome. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So from there, um, me and Max sat down, um, started planning. We were like, okay, let's do seasonal drops for clothing. So we started planning. This was like late December, early January. We were like, okay, let's plan to do one in March. So we'll launch one for spring, uh, which is when these ones dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, we got to do something about this name. <laughs> like my wife's <laughs> not going to let me <laughs> let me keep this name. Like it's going to be too late to turn back if we go this gun-ho into it. So uh, I have this big... Um, drawing hanging in my living room. It's like probably the size of half this table. It's, mm-hmm. it's huge. And it's uh, Planet Earth, and it's got Death or the Grim Reaper just sitting on it, yeah. just kind of chilling. And I was looking at it one night, and I was like, man, I wish like that could be the brand. And I was like, but what am I supposed to call it? Like Death brand? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I was like, what? literally, what am I supposed to do? And then I was like, well, Memento Mori is a thing, which means mm-hmm. remember death. And I was like, but yeah. I can't call it like Memento Mori coffee. Like that's just too long. Come and then here, I was you're like, gonna die. <laughs> you're right, the jungle baby. <laughs> right. So I was like, I guess, what can I call it? And then I was like, I'll just drop the Mori. We'll just call it Memento. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I texted Max and I was like, Yo, I think we should call it Memento. We can use some death imagery. Blah 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 blah. And then he came over. We started googling stuff. We learned about Memento Vivere, which is remember life. So then we decided, well, let's make it memento, and then it can be like, remember death, but also remember life. And so remember death is like, remember you're mortal, mm-hmm. remember your time here is not forever, mm-hmm. like, yep. make the most of what you got, mm-hmm. but remember life is like, but don't go out there and like, YOLO it up and like, kill yourself <laughs> early because like, remember you gotta live still, like you gotta set yourself up yeah. for the future, you can't just completely live in the moment. Right. So it's the balance between the two mm-hmm. yeah. is so kind of what we base the, your ear the brand off, off of. So, I love that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. I have Memento Mori tattooed down my Do you really? Yeah, right yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I got a crow with an arrow through it. It's all deathed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's there's liquid death. There's right. death wish coffee. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like. Yes. Could have gone with death. death. <laughs> Just the word death. Yeah. I yeah. think liquid death is a pretty big inspiration for us, yeah, actually. Yeah, they, really. and, and not even so much their death imagery but just their branding and the mm-hmm. way that they do things we think is the cheekiness of awesome. it what a genius yeah, it's, it's yeah. so cool selling man. fucking canned water uh, right yeah like i made fun of my one buddy and his wife's on him because he'll buy him by the case mm-hmm. like, bro drink it's tap water right he goes you think so i'm like it's better than tap but you, you get what i'm saying like, yeah right. it's water but there's too, man. Uh, there's like, something about drinking it out of a can man it makes me drink more water and i told him like, yeah, it's just you easier just to want drink. to look cool <laughs> yeah and he laughs he's like yeah, I was like, I get it. I get them too, but like one every few weeks. Right, right. But uh, no, that's cool. At least you guys had something to go off of. Yeah. Uh, and what a good model they had. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, yeah. It exploded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw this interview, this well, this clip from him, uh, the CEO, the other day, and he was talking about uh, Warp Tour. I don't know if you guys ever yep. went to Warp Tour, but he I'm was talking band, about. familiar. You said you were in a band? I haven't been. Oh, you haven't oh. been. But you're I was a band, okay. in a band in high school, but never went to Warp Tour. Okay. okay. <laughs> so he was like. Back then, all the uh, bands and skateboarders and all those types of that alternative crowd had mm-hmm. brand deals with Monster. 
Mm-hmm. Problem was they're out there in 100 degrees playing concerts. Nobody wants an energy drink. Yeah. And that so what they used to do was make uh, custom monster cans, it's just monster cans, but they would put water in it. Oh, and okay. apparently the CEO of Liquid Death somehow knew about that situation. I don't know if he was in a band or how he came to know that the bands were... So if you see them drinking on stage during the festivals, it was always water. Gotcha. And so that was kind of how he got the idea, I guess. It's gotcha. like they're drinking out of cans and they look awesome. That's but pretty brilliant. It's just water. And so he kind of ripped it off from Monster, yeah, but hey. Monster wasn't selling it. They were right. just giving it to the bands for free. Yeah. So just to promote it on stage. Oh, so. man. Wow. How pissed Monster. Right. Now. They're like, oh, that was dude. our thing. We were the first ones to do that. <laughs> oh, damn it. Man. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um, yeah, you guys have cool design. I was like, oh, it's kind of yeah. like, it's definitely. Yeah, it's all my wife. It's cool. She does yeah. it all. Yeah. Nice. So. She was much happier with the new name, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. Now you can now you can move forward with full stage. That's good. I can't blame her. This one's it a is it bit is better to design off of than a cloud. It yeah. is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it sounds like I mean clothing drops. That's that's a big way you guys market. What are some of the other ways you guys have built your brand? What are and connecting with the community type of thing? Yeah, um, we do a lot of pop-up events. Mm-hmm. Pop-ups are huge for us, so it kind of started out with just the clothing. We would go out and sell our clothing at a table at these random events, mm-hmm. and now it's kind of evolved into not quite catering, but we're still bartending at these pop-up events. Okay. We'll just bring all of our ingredients and make the non-alcoholic cocktails, mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, Depending on where we're at, we can do some coffee drinks sometimes, and mm-hmm. sometimes we do still sell the clothing at the events, but that just kind of depends on what the setup is. Okay, cool. Um, and I think that's been a huge help mm-hmm. for us. We've gotten a lot of traction from that. Yeah. And then, you know, of course, social media. We have a social media manager, Mandy. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. She does a great job. Sweet. Um, we were just on Fox 59. That was pretty cool. We did oh, a live nice. segment with them. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah, yeah, we had an Indie fun. Star placement, and we were uh, in the Fisher's Current. Yeah, we were on the cover of the current. The current, yeah. So that was cool. So yeah, it's been a lot of social media, a lot of just events, grassroots marketing. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I mean, I work at a coffee shop still currently, so okay. a lot of my customers know what I'm doing because they all follow me on social, so they're all getting hyped up about it. Yeah. So I'd say that's most of our marketing. Gotcha. Yeah, word of mouth is definitely huge for us. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. So you said you do like you'll take ingredients, do cocktails mm-hmm. on the spot. So do you do cocktails and like a type of beer as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And usually at the pop-ups, we'll just do like canned beer um, and we'll do wine as well. Yeah. Uh, It's a little hard doing a tap because you'd have to have a mobile tap system, which we don't have at the moment. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Um, But we'd love to in the future. That'd be super cool to do. Sweet. Sweet. So take us through creating your drinks. You know, I, I got a buddy, he has his own energy drink. So talk about, you know, tasting and carbonation right. and changing all, all the things. So what was that like? So, yeah, I, as we started kind of researching what kind of drinks can we offer that are non-alcoholic, um, when I started it, I was kind of thinking, you know, like, it'll be like a little grenadine with some Sprite and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, like I wasn't really thinking alcohol alternative. I didn't even know that that type of stuff existed at the time. Yeah. Mostly because in 2018, I was 20, so I couldn't mm-hmm. drink. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just mm-hmm. thinking about what can I drink right now as a 20-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we started researching, we started realizing that there was stuff like non-alcoholic beers and non-alcoholic wines. And that's when we, I think we both kind of really started getting excited about it because we were like, oh, this can be like a whole different thing. This can literally be 
a replacement for bars. This sure. can be a bar just without you getting fucked up at the end of the mm-hmm. night. Um, and so for as far as picking beers and wines goes, we just usually um, – there's a place called Lauren's AF. It's in Carmel. It's okay. an alcohol-free bottle shop. Mm. It just opened um, August – no, September of 22. Mm-hmm. So it's fairly new. Um, so we'll go there, grab a bottle, a couple cans, taste them. That's how we decide that stuff. As far as the cocktails go, that's been um, a little bit harder to come up with, um, mostly because, I mean, I turned, I think I turned 21 in 2019, maybe? 2019, I think. But I didn't have too much time to go to the bars before 2020 hit, and there was no going to the bars. Mm -hmm. So I honestly don't even have that much experience going out and getting drinks. It's been a a real weird situation because Schwa has most of the experience on the bartending side and like actually making the drinks. Uh But I've got more of the experience of going to the bars and drinking and hanging out and doing that stuff. So there's been this weird dynamic where Schwa will make the drink and he's like, here, taste this. Taste (laughs) this one. See if it's better with this. Yeah. Right. So a lot Trying of shots. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of our uh, recipes uh, that we've come up with so far have been based on the event that we're doing. So like um, mm-hmm. we've got one two weeks from now, three weeks, whenever Valentine's is. It's like that mm-hmm. weekend we're doing a Valentine's event. So usually what I do is I start by Googling like Valentine's Day cocktails. Nice. And I, I kind of look to see what other people have put out there as far as recipes yeah and then what ends up happening a lot of times is there's there's a one-to-one um replacement for most of the major uh liquors i'll say like Mm -hmm. gin tequila rum all that stuff Mm -hmm. easy to replace it's the stuff that's like you know banana liqueurs and um, some of that stuff that you kind of got to get more experimental which is where you you start kind of mixing up the recipes so a lot of times i'll find a recipe that i like but i'm like i can only get like three out of the seven of these ingredients without like special ordering it or going to you know asia mart to get some lychee juice or whatever i gotta get yeah so i'm like well what's similar to lychee that i can find okay well this isn't quite similar but it'll still give me the sweetness Mm -hmm. and so a lot of times i'll kind of base it on a on a recipe but i'll like change enough that it becomes ours Mm -hmm. uh recently i don't know if you guys have heard of chat gpt oh yeah so i use and abuse that thing yeah me too (laughs) for foundation i still touch it up myself exactly yeah yeah. it's been an excellent tool i started using that so now what i'll do is i'm like uh, i actually did this to come up with our valentine's menu i was like i need you to come up with a valentine's day drink use any alcohol free spirits that you can think of blah 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 i want it to be aesthetic i want it to be this that and the other thing and then it'll spit something out Uh and i'm like "Mm, that drink's okay sounding and so then i'll be like okay but you know you only used one alcohol free spirit and the rest was like club soda and whatever sure so i'm like throw in some kind of blah 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 and then it'll make some changes and then I'll go and test out the drink and then I'll make little tweaks here and there. Yeah, yeah. And then I also did I did another experiment uh, and I was like, I want you to create a drink that gives me the feeling of sitting in Italy, eating some delicious pasta on the Amalfi Coast with a friend, blah, 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 blah. And I kind of described the feeling of the drink. Mm-hmm. And then I'll say like I wanted to have a uh, – I don't remember what you, word I used, but like a fulfilling mouthfeel, blah, yeah, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Like I – 
basically feed it exactly what's in my head, just I don't know the ingredients I want to use yet, and it'll spit something out, and I'll kind of tweak it from there. So that's what I've been doing recently to come up with drinks that are kind of outside the box, because... Yeah, my experience. I mean, my knowledge of drinks is just mostly I'm a barista, mm-hmm. and just messing with ingredients that are on hand. But if I've never even heard of the ingredient, I'm never gonna think to put it in. So right, I've been trying to get weirder with it. So. Yeah. yeah, so cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you've taken like being a barista that's like translated well to this? Anything that has become easier to you doing this venture because you're a bar- barista? I think uh, definitely the bartending, serving the customers. Yeah. Thank God I have enough coffee yeah. experience for that because yeah. I've never bartended. I, I mean, at the coffee shop I work at, we have a three-way liquor license. But, I mean, it's a coffee shop. Not a lot of people order that type of stuff usually because yeah. they don't know that that's something that we have. Mm-hmm. So I've made some alcoholic drinks behind the bar before, but most of it is coffee-centric. So the customer service aspect for sure, drink experimentation for sure because I've come up with a lot of drinks over the years for mm-hmm. our menu at the shop. Um, and some of them I'm taking with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But um, yeah, don't create too much on, at their spot. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Recently, I, that's why I've been leaving it to everybody else because I'm like, I'm keeping my ideas. Now. Yeah. 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 So that's definitely helped. Um, and my, my bosses have been great. We actually had our first launch party uh, in March uh, at the coffee shop I work at, which is very cool. Noble Coffee. Shout out to Noble Coffee. Oh, downtown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. So nice. uh, we had a. Uh, we had live music, uh, and then at the time we wanted to be socializing and like marketing. So we actually had uh, my coworkers work behind the bar making mm-hmm. our drinks. So I gave them. Uh, we created the menu, uh, and then they would come up and order, and we supplied all the supplies. And um, so that was our first event. So yeah, yeah, the coffee shop has been great. It's been very helpful, I think. So yeah, that's cool. They're willing to help kind of prop you guys up yeah. hey this is what they're doing yeah, and it, it also helps that they roast some of our coffee for us right. so the bigger we get the more they get to roast also helpful yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's a very mutual relationship yeah <laughs> but it's you know it's one of those you know scratching each other's backs a little bit mm-hmm. knowing exactly. that you're not going to be their barista for life yes absolutely and, yes. and them not being personal oh no we're not gonna like because right. you're not a competition but it's also you can help each other too mm-hmm. so that's that's cool to hear yeah, they actually, um, my, my second design ever was a coffee-themed uh, shirt. It said, Coffee Through My Bones. Little did I know, three years from now, I'd be changing my whole brand to Bones, but uh, <laughs> Coffee Through My Bones. And my boss actually hit me up and was like, would you like to sell this sweatshirt in our shop? And that's when I was like, ooh, I could make some money doing yeah, that. Yeah. So we've been selling, our, our Memento merch is selling it in their store right now, too. So that's they've awesome. been fantastic for us. Mm-hmm. That's so. awesome to hear. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, huge shout out to Mark and Robin. Mm-hmm. Great, great people. Yeah, yeah. Besides Noble, have there been any other, uh, I know you said you guys have done pop, pop-ups, variety of places, but any other good partnerships you've been able to, to strike up or any other? Uh, yeah, we do a decent amount of work with The Well, mm-hmm. who's actually yeah. like... Yeah. 30 seconds down the street from where our location is. Yeah, I like that um, place too. We're good buddies with the manager there, Royce. Mm-hmm. He's a great dude. Mm-hmm. And we just did our most recent thing was a latte art competition that we sponsored with them. Nice. And that was Sweet. crazy. We I got to the third round. Turnout. Let's go. There we yeah. go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. um, commissary. Commissary. Downtown. Been cool. We've sure. been there three times. I yeah. Think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really cool shop. Um, we did stuff with Helm. It's in Fountain mm-hmm. Square. Mm-hmm. We did a. A Halloween event there, nice. so we did live music, and then we served our drinks and stuff, and uh, 
Where else have we been? Um, man, we did uh, Tinker, Tinker, Tinker Event House, House yeah. mm-hmm. um, above the provider shop. Yeah, and you guys are getting around. So, yeah, yeah. I, I basically was like, let's start hitting up the shops because a lot of them close at like five or six. Yeah. And let's see if they'd be interested in us being there like seven to ten, you know, like sure. the part where they're not going to be open anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So that's kind of what we've been doing just to also to like zero in on our menu and get feedback because it's yeah. like we're not the first one nationwide, but we're the first non-alcoholic bar in the state. So it's like there's not really a lot to compare it to. And right. it's like if we think it's good, that's fine. But like, is everybody else going to like these drinks? Mm-hmm. Right, you know? right. Yeah. And, it, you know. So um, that's been helpful to get some feedback and see which drinks are, like, super popular. Like, okay, we definitely got to put that on the launch menu. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Which drinks nobody orders. Okay, maybe they'll order it once we're actually an establishment, but let's, like, hold off on that drink because nobody ordered it right. or, or whatever. Or which mm-hmm. beers do people like, which wines. So. Yeah. yeah, and it's been interesting, like, depending on how the event's set up, we've found ways to work around a lot of the problems like for example this most recent dating event we Uh did it was at um epicenter indy epicenter indy um and the way we were set up there was a little sink so like we kind of had room to bartend but it was mainly just like a little table table. yeah (laughs) and we were like shit this is kind of the first like big dating event we've done where we don't have a full bar Uh and so we actually played around and did a couple of pre-made drinks that were in like big serving containers that we could just pour so we did a sangria and a grapefruit spritz yeah grapefruit yeah. spritz okay and cool. the sangria actually ended up sold being out. our most popular drink that we've oh, ever wow. really? so far yeah. Right. yeah it sold out like within the first 30 minutes to an hour of the nice event. Yeah. wow so successful yeah, yeah man so it, it's been really cool being able to experiment in different environments and like now we know we'll definitely have that sangria on the menu at the spot mm-hmm. you know? for sure yeah. but having not done that event we, we may have never, never done a sangria. Really we may have right. just kept doing cocktails, right. you know. Yeah. And so that's been a really cool experience too. Yeah. Shout that's out fantastic. To Nicole, by the way, her yes. dating series is awesome. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so, are you guys going to try try to supply other bars uh, with like your beers, your wines, to have some non-alcoholic drinks on their menus too? Is that yes. so? Is that a move? At the moment, most of the stuff that we'll have will be from other breweries. Like um, a lot of our beers come from Athletic Brewing, uh, Untitled oh, yeah. uh, Untitled Art, or mm-hmm. just Untitled, Untitled Art. Untitled Art. Okay. Um, we're in the works uh, with two, two toms. toms. Uh, we're talking about. I know we're gonna put one of theirs on draft, but. We're also talking to them about maybe doing like a custom, a couple of custom brews. So it would be Memento X Two Toms. Oh, cool! And they would just be available at Two Toms and in our shop. Okay, nice. Uh, nice. So we've talked about doing some stuff like that with the other breweries. We'd mm-hmm. love to go out to Sun King and Metazoa mm-hmm. and some of these other guys that are sure. in the local community and really start working with them to create some cool out of the box beers that nobody's seen in the non alcoholic space. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the Sunking guys are interested. They're pretty yeah. cool cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're on our real show. cool guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah we talked to um, Generation NA, which is another um, bottle sh- shop. It's in the um, Lafayette, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, the guy he said he's already in talks uh, with Sunking about getting one on draft. Cool. So I think they're already working on a non-alcoholic beer. I don't. I haven't been there in a while, so I don't know if they already have some on the menu. But um, as far as our own cocktails go. Right now, the plan is let's get location one open. We already have plans for location two, which is a whole different thing. Uh, location two, and then maybe let's look at doing 
we don't know what we'll call it, but like a bottling company maybe, hmm. to okay. where we would bottle our nitro cold brew and perhaps do like pre-prepared canned or bottled zero-proof cocktails. Nice. So I like that. It's in the, it's in our per or like in our uh, yeah rear view, but mm-hmm. our, our front peripheral. view, peripheral, yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's in yeah. our plans. It's in the plans. It, it, yeah, you know, but one step at a time. That could end up going multiple ways, you know. Maybe we open up this first location and all we get is requests for canned cocktails. So at that point, okay, maybe we reach out to Circle City Kombucha, who has a bottling plant, and Mm -hmm. we see if they'd be willing to can our cocktails. 100%. You know, that kind of thing. I think it just, it's one of the cool things about being an entrepreneur and opening your own business is we get to just experience this as it goes. Do whatever you want to do. Do whatever the customer base wants us to. Yeah, there's no blueprint. Right, exactly. Just listen to the customer. Yeah. Yeah, I've tried that athletic. That's pretty good stuff. It's yeah, not bad. yeah, athletic's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I love athletic. I just tried. Um, it's a non-alcoholic seltzer, but with Delta Eight mm-hmm. uh, floral. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just tried that the first time the other night. Not bad stuff. How'd you feel? Yeah. Uh, man, I felt fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's, so I actually work in a vape shop yeah. as my day job. Okay. So I do the Delta Eight thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I found it's a little hard to do Delta 8 in the drinkables mm-hmm. so with the drinkable forms it processes through your liver rather yep. than the rest of your digestive system yeah. and your liver doesn't pick up Delta 8 nearly as well as it picks up the regular stuff sure um, so it makes it a little harder to do with the drinks well and you gotta worry about like you know what's gonna stick to the inside of the can mm-hmm. how is it processed mm-hmm. and bottled too so like are you gonna get that full 10 milligrams are you gonna get 5 yeah. 8 2 like, you know so there's like that side of it is you gotta be really careful of how you're going to dose that to make sure they get that full 10. I've definitely noticed a lot of the companies are starting to do drink packets. They're like the little Mm. cooling packets that you put in water. Okay. Um, And so that seems to be working a lot better for people. Don't have time to stick and stuff. Well, just not being carbonated, you can shake it every time you go to take a drink. So then you don't end up with the residue on the sides. You get all of that. Smart. All that D8 in there. Smart. Yeah. Yeah, but then I'm like, oh, where are you getting your hand positive? Exactly. <laughs> then I'm like being right. that asshole. Right. Like, dude, uh-huh. I just I don't want chemical ridden shit, you know. But yeah, uh, no, it was good, man. Yeah. Floral, it was tasty beverage. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never had a, a drink of that, but yeah, they're pretty yeah. good. Uh, just on that topic, something that I was just talking to about it with mm-hmm. a buddy the other day. Uh, I find it really interesting. So Indiana, obviously, we're not yep. a legal state quite yep. yet. Um, but I found out if you go to Northern Indiana, mm-hmm. we are such the perfect climate for growing that there is still wild hemp growing everywhere in Northern Indiana really? to the point that they can't even get rid of it because it just grows so rapid. Yeah, it's, it's the most uh, efficient crop. It's, it's crazy. crazy, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love so the whole wild. cannabis industry and all yeah, that. Like, it's, it's super interesting to me. Yeah. So, um. Any thoughts of you guys doing something like that down the line? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now that location already, two. Now that we're there. Perhaps. Perhaps location we've thrown two. thrown around ideas. With the D8 stuff. Yeah. Um, and some of the alternatives. Yeah, we'll see what happens with legalization. My life goal definitely includes moving to Michigan. Yeah. That's where my family's from. Okay. That's where I'm from. So I'd love to go back up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're about nice. up there. Um, I'm not quite sure yet. Right now we're looking at a spot that's like, 15 minutes north of Ann Arbor. So kind okay, of up so by like Horseshoe Lake. Up in that there, area. Yeah. yeah. Way up there. Um, but yeah, man, I we'd love to okay. at some point invest in doing a huge grow up and some lounges yeah. and opening up branches of Memento in Michigan and mm-hmm. obviously doing the D8 stuff down here. I think it'd yeah. be a really cool market to yeah, hit. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 
So a little, little tough being in a bank building with our first location. We can't right. get away with yeah. that. But, yeah. <laughs> but location two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that, save it for later. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so you guys have a location picked out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're going to be uh, in the first internet bank building in Fishers. It's on 116th. Um, our address is 8701 East 116th Street, Suite 145B. Write Still that trying down. to get it memorized. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we just got the keys two weeks ago. That's nice. exciting. Oh, beautiful. Right now, it's just an empty room, not even any floor yet. Yeah, a bunch of yeah. gravel. A bunch of gravel and some tools. But um, Don't forget to take pictures, though. Yeah, oh, then we got videos like, and pictures. Hey, we never oh, got yeah. lucky. It wasn't overnight. Right. We started with stones. Literally. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, actually, after this, later today, we have our final sign-off with our designers and architects uh, That's about cool. the plans. And then hopefully in a few weeks here, they should be submitting the uh, construction documents to the oh, state. And then after the state says, yeah, this is cool, then we got to submit it to Fishers. And then Fishers and Fadness going to say, this is cool. And then uh, after that, uh, it'll take about probably like two weeks to start uh, before they can get started yeah. building. Yeah. But our goal is to be open sometime in may uh yeah. might oh, be early june we're not exactly sweet. sure just okay. depends on how long it takes yeah, them the, to approve the documents our construction team has coined the phrase for themselves uh construction set to fa- finish faster than a kardashian marriage <laughs> yes yes <laughs> they have big posters all along the building that oh that's that. great. It's great cool so, so yeah hilarious. once they start building he, uh bob court Shout out Court Construction. He said it'll be within two months of yeah. them starting. So wow. Which is two, crazy. That's yeah. quick. Fast wow. lead time. How so, big is the space? Uh, 1,500 square feet. Yeah, okay. 1,590. Okay. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Cool. So, cool. Okay. Can you like describe a little bit like what to expect about like the design yeah. of the space? Yeah. So yeah. this is something uh, I've been super passionate about for years, ever uh-huh. since came up with the idea. I really wanted to set ourselves apart from all the coffee shops that I'd been to. Uh-huh. Um and um, just in central Indiana. And so what I really want to do is take the bar feel. So a lot of times when I sit at a bar, it's usually at like a restaurant or something, but usually it's like a semicircle or like a circle bar. So I wanted to do that. So our bar is in the center of the room, mm-hmm. 360. You can sit all around it. That's cool. Which is not something you ever see at a coffee shop. No. Yeah, usually. Yeah. yeah, it's almost always like, a bar along the wall. Along the wall. Like yeah. yeah, speakeasy type deal. Yeah. Of like, yeah. yeah, so that's what our, so our bar is 360. Um, one side has our espresso machine um, and like the coffee side and one side has beer taps and like, you know, a little section to make cocktails. And then in the middle is like an island and a, uh, and a refrigerator on one side will be like milk for the barista to grab out mm-hmm. and on one side will be like beers wines and stuff and then on top mixers. of that will be um, um yeah mixers and different spirits and stuff on the one side and then like coffee syrups and stuff on the other side Very and cool. so what you'll be able to do is if basically it'll it'll be like a bar instead of a coffee shop where you walk up to the counter and order you you can we'll have it so you can sit at the bar and the bartender will come over you know set the little menu in, in front of you and be like let me know when you want something you can just order straight with the guy or we have it so um you can go sit at your table and we'll have those little signs that say order scan order and pay or whatever oh, cool so you you can you can kind of decide how you want to experience memento yeah theoretically if you're antisocial and don't want to talk to anybody, you could sit down at a table, put your headphones in, order a drink, pay for it, and we will bring it to your table and you'll never have to speak to anybody. Oh, wow. Mm. But you can also get the experience of 
you know, your bartender is your therapist. That's yeah, kind of how it goes. Right, yeah. Yeah. So you can also get that experience yeah. where you go up and talk to the bartenders and hang out and have a good that's time. That's cool. Man. And, yeah. Yeah. So that's how it'll f- function like on a, on a service uh, side of things. Aesthetically, um, we're, our designers is Studio Revel Design. Um, those ladies have been amazing. Uh, the back of our shirts, you see the blue and the red uh-huh. or the blue and the pink. Uh, they okay. kind of took those colors and ran with them. Okay. Which is funny because the first design meeting we ever had, his wife was yeah. like, the pink and blue is not going to work. They're going to hate it. We got to we gotta come up with a different color scheme for yeah. them to use. She's a design. designer too, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she had opinions. We <laughs> came up with this whole board of other stuff that we were like, yeah, I think we could use these colors for the inside of the space. And they were like, oh, okay. And we were like, what's wrong? And they were like, well, we liked the pink and blue. And Schwa and I were like, Let's yes. go. You're out voted, yeah. babe. That's so so good. we're. Uh, I so, love that. <laughs> oh, all right. Just, just say what you gotta say. Right. <laughs> okay. So, oh. uh, so they went with our main colors are black, white, pink, and blue, or teal and blue, or teal and red, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're working with a local artist. We're gonna have a giant mural on two of the walls, and no. it's gonna kind of be death turning into life. Oh, sweet! It's like this giant. Right now, the way it kind of looks is um, it's basically the Grim Reaper, and um, he's big like, raven. yeah, and a big raven, and he's reaching out, and then um, his arm, he'll be holding a flower, kind of similar to this, yeah. and then from there, it'll kind of turn into a big flower wall on one wall. Sweet, so and that's cool. awesome. Yeah. Super. I really wanted to make sure the space was, I call it Instagram trap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess yeah. now it's more of like a TikTok trap or a Reels trap, but basically yeah. I, I wanted it to be a place where people come in, take a picture, uh, or take a video of the space just because it looks so yeah. freaking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's we've, free marketing. Yeah, exactly. we've taken yeah, yeah. a lot of time on deciding where that mural sits, and so the way that we ended up being able to do it he, like he said, the Grim Reaper's hand is reaching out, which is kind of our logo. Mm-hmm. And we've actually made it so that when you walk in the front door, there will be a pink table and a blue table with chairs, and in the middle is our logo. So as soon as you walk in, it's just oh, cool, crazy Instagram trap with pink and blue lights and nice, our nice. logo and all that. So, so lots cool. of I can't lots wait of to good see spots. It. Well, yeah. well, there's that one uh, whiskey shop downtown where they got like the wings on the side of the building oh, or whatever yeah, you yeah. know so it's uh-huh. like yeah anything like that I mean, yeah how many of those do you see all the time exactly and it's like girls gotta get their wings yep, yep. And it's like, <laughs> absolutely yeah we definitely were like who's gonna be our demographic well around 10 11 is gonna be the brunch girls mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know coming mm-hmm. to get their their you know they miss going out for wine and brunch with their friends because maybe they're sober now or whatever maybe they're pregnant yeah so we were like we got to make sure we cater to the the influencer crowd. Like, sure. Uh-huh. Of people, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the wives starting their blog pages and all exactly. that. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Um, so has has your demographic changed from 18 to 20 to yes. now that you guys Absolutely. are in the, the thick of it? Now we're, what does your demographic look like? Yeah, I think we're definitely capturing more of the recovery community. Okay. You know, a lot of AA groups have reached out to us and that kind of thing wow, okay. where – they're seeing these people who are in AA and haven't drank in, you know, 10, 12 years, but these people are also fucking bored, you know, yeah, all yeah. they can do on a Saturday night is sit at home There's right? because they can go out to a restaurant, sure, but they're going to be tempted by alcohol because yeah. it's right there. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's super easy for them to order that. So I think that's become a big demographic for us and having them have a pressure-free environment that they can go to. 
But also we've got, like Schwa said, people that are pregnant, people that are temporarily sober doing dry January or sober mm-hmm. October. Um, and then even in religious communities, Fishers has a huge Muslim community. Okay. And if you are really, really true to the Muslim faith, yeah. you're not even supposed to go into an establishment that serves alcohol. Oh, wow. Mm. So a lot of them can't even go to any of the restaurants in Fishers. Wow. Um, and even for the people that don't follow it that heavily and just don't drink, you know, it's still an option right. for them to come out and try a cocktail. Sure. Right. They've never had liquor. They've never had beer. They've never had wine, yeah. you know? Yeah. And like we were talking about um, our videographer, Zayed, he's a really good dude. And his dad used to get these little malt drinks that were just completely disgusting. <laughs> that was kind of his replacement for beer because he yeah. never got to drink it. Yeah. Well, that's a 65, 70 year old dude that's never been able to try a beer on draft. Oh, now yeah. he can. Now you he know? can. Yeah. Now they can come in and try that. So it's it's a pretty wide market of people that we can cater to and we really want to set it up in a way that makes it so that it's completely pressure free for anybody. Yeah. So no matter what demographic you are, you can come feel safe at the moment. That's sweet. You know? I love that. And I know plenty of people like our age and stuff, like 29, yeah. 34, 35, that are completely sober. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's definitely, like you said earlier, somewhat uh, become a trend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when, when we're explaining, a lot of times people are like, what's the point? You know, mm-hmm. alcohol-free, what's the point? Yeah. And I, my comparison has always been, because, um, you know, I come from coffee, is like when I started coffee in 2016, it was... Whole milk, two percent skim, maybe almond, maybe soy. Yeah. Now, our the shop I work at now, it's it's pretty much a tie between regular milk and oat milk. Like yeah. most, like about fifty percent of the people come in are getting an alternative milk because mm. they realize, you know, it's not good for me to drink this. It's not good for my gut. Blah 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 blah. I'm lactose intolerant, or just you know a lot of vegans. I don't. You know, mm-hmm. want to hurt the animals, blah 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 blah. Yeah. I feel like the millennials, the zillennials, Gen Z, whatever you want to call, <laughs> thirty-five and under, or whatever, have realized, or, or not have realized, but they're a lot more conscious. They're conscious yeah. um, consumers, mm-hmm. and so I just feel like it. As much as it's trending, it's also just people are realizing we don't have to drink poison every day right. to have fun. Like we right. can, we can not drink this and it won't really change much about our lives. So I think that that's definitely a reason why you're seeing an uptick is because people are starting to realize some of these things that our parents and our parents' parents have been doing. I mean, same thing with smoking. I think our at Gen Z is like the least drinkers and the least smokers and like, the last mm-hmm. whatever generations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess they if you don't count don't, like vapes and stuff, I feel yes. like vapes we're is big a whole vapors. Different thing, but even in vapes, you're seeing a huge wave on TikTok right now of these kids that are granted underage and shouldn't be vaping anyways. <laughs> sure. But you see this giant wave of these kids who are putting down the vape. And okay, that's good. They're all like one of the big trends that just happened that I've seen. And of course, I'm on the vaping side of TikTok because <laughs> that's what I do for a living. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've seen everybody is taking all their old vapes and putting them in jars of water. And so they have like this, uh-huh. these big jars that are almost artsy looking because they're all colorful and shit. But they're soaking them in water to remind themselves that battery's dead. Like I don't need to go back to that. Wow. That's a dead part of my life. Okay. You know, so okay. even cool. in the nicotine side, we're seeing this younger generation really start to quit things and like yeah. be like, look, dude, I don't need any of this. Let me just live my life without it. You yeah. Know? That's good. Yeah. Man, you guys are really hitting a different niche. I, I think mm-hmm. it's it's going to have some traction. Obviously, you guys so. think so too. But 
Yeah, I'm excited for when you open so Tim and I can come through and, yeah. and check out the yes. space, try the drinks. Are there any, um, with any of your drinks or future drink ideas, any like pre or probiotic, any benefits that mm -hmm. you're adding to drinks? Like you'll see like Olipop, mm -hmm. uh, like prebiotic, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Are you guys working on any beers well, that are- We are know? wholesalers for Olipop. Yeah. Um, oh, we will you? have Olipop yeah. at our- Dude, Olipop Ali, Ali root beer. Yes. Is so, so damn good. good. I know. It's, I like, know. it's like OG root beer. I, I know. It's I'm crazy. Like, Am I in call this thing? <laughs> right. like, Jesus, man. It's, yeah. I took a sip, I was like, no, no. <laughs> And it's, it's like it's what, like two grams of sugar? So yeah, yeah, it's like two or three grams yeah. max. It's insane. Yeah, so we, we will have Olipop. We're going to have kombucha, which is probiotic. Mm -hmm. um, some of the um, wine substitu substitutes, um, some of them like Deswa, are kind of made from teas and like adaptogens and all these other types of healthy health stuff. So some of our drinks will have that. Um, again, that's sort of a... Let's open, let's start with our cocktails, beers, wines, the stuff that people are used to, and maybe we'll kind yeah. of play it by ear experiment. People mm -hmm. are asking for those types of things. Sure. We'll start caring more of them. But we'll definitely have Olipop and a couple of those things out there. Yeah. And luckily, we kind of hit both sides of the health crowd and the non-health crowd, because right next door to us is... Le Macaroon, which is a French pastry shop. Oh, nice. Not healthy in the slightest. Yeah, Delicious. I mean, not healthy. Yeah, yeah. And then the other side of us is Green District, which is all salads and wraps. And, okay. You Doesn't know, so uh, AJ work AJ there? AJ Taylor. Yeah, yeah, we have a friend yeah. That works there. Yeah, yeah cool. absolutely. So we've kind of got both sides surrounding us, too. Yeah, um, for sure. So Good. we'll have some options that are more on the health side if you're, you know, popping over from Green District, want to get a drink with your salad type mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. But then we'll also definitely, like... I fully hope to have a couple of macaroons as garnish from the French pastry shop for yeah. a couple of desserty sweet drinks. Yeah, that, mm -hmm. yeah. Not so health conscious, but fucking delicious. Good, yeah. with, good with the coffee. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Definitely. And while we're on the subject of wholesalers, we will also have Liquid Death since we brought yes. that up. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. will yeah. be yeah. selling Liquid Death. Liquid we are wholesalers. My, for my buddy death. Adam, if he were here, that's why he'd go. <laughs> oh, you got my Liquid Death. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he'd go there and only get that. Yeah, uh -huh. ju just to get water. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, as long as he's going to their shop, right. yeah. get whatever you Support want. Support local, even yeah. though it's not local. That's man, right. My mom loves to mix because she's not a big drinker. Um, she'll mix uh, Pellegrino mm -hmm. and kombucha. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like it's super simple. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, I was yeah like, okay. absolutely. Yeah, we'll have both of those things. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I know you guys were talking about like getting feedback from your customers mm -hmm. and everything. What are some of the most common questions you guys get from everybody? Because I'm sure you guys probably get repeat questions. Yeah. Anything that people ask about more than other things. Number one is what's the point? I would yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. the first one. Uh, or that's probably the big one. Um, which, like I said, usually once I kind of explain, like, either yeah. the milk thing or just kind of, you know, it's for pregnant people. I start listing the people and they look, oh, yeah. I didn't even think about yeah. all those people. Tons and of I'd groups, say yeah. that question is fairly location-based, too. Like, True. I don't True. I don't get that question nearly as much as in Indianapolis as I do in Noblesville or Fortville. Uh -huh. okay. You know, you've got a quite different crowd of people yeah. going on up there definitely um, more breweries up there and things too. yeah yeah, yeah a lot of drinkers in that area <laughs> yeah. so and granted that's also partly because indianapolis is just huge and we have a giant population of yeah. all different types of people there mm -hmm. but right i think that's pretty location based i think mm -hmm. we're going to see a lot of the north side of indianapolis coming up to fishers to kind of experiment with this business yeah um and i do think we have a decent crowd in fishers that's kind of on board with this mm -hmm. um so yeah, I think 
that's number one question. Number two that I get personally is how in the hell are you going to do this non-alcoholic because nobody realizes that there's all these alternatives that you can go get, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think how is definitely the second biggest yeah. question that I get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big one. Uh, another one we get is um, a lot of people, and, and this might, we, we've kind of gone back and forth on exactly how to list <laughs> these things out on our menu yeah. because I feel like a lot of times the, the other questions we get is, They'll see that I, I've got a drink on there called um, Scaled and Icy. That's one of our popular ones. And it's like, it'll be like coconut, lime, uh, tequila, blah, 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 blah. And they kind of get confused by the word tequila. Mm-hmm. But we're also saying it's alcohol free. And it just kind of, their wheels start spinning. Yeah. And they're like, wait, can I get it alcohol free though? And I'm like, there's no other option but to get it alcohol free and they're like what and then we don't have a secret stash of casamigos right right so then i've got to like explain it to them and so we've gone back and forth because my whole thing is like me personally i don't really like calling it a mocktail and Mm -hmm. that that it's mostly a personal thing but i mean it's literally i know it it's not supposed to be offensive but it's got the word mock in it it makes it sound just mm. as you're saying it's like gotcha. mocktails it's for babies it's mm. blah, blah 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 so i i we usually call them zero proof cocktails like it's a cocktail there's like nothing that. about the word cocktail that's exclusive yeah. to it including alcohol in mm-hmm. my opinion so i still call them cocktails um so just trying to get that kind of marketed correctly mm-hmm. but also i don't want to necessarily just say we're a mocktail bar because most people think Shirley Temple, you know, some Sprite, some right, grenadine, right. you know, a little sugar, sweet drinks. Virginia and most of them, Pilatus. yeah, and most yeah. of them, like we have some sweet drinks, mm-hmm. but a lot of them, I'd say, if you don't enjoy any of the natural taste of alcohol, you are you might not like some of them. Like sure. beers, for instance, if you don't like the way beer tastes, you're not going to like, gonna like our alcohol-free beers. Because yeah. yeah. it tastes, yeah. like, it tastes beer. like beer. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with the wine. Um, like my wife hates wine, and so like the non-alcohol wines... It doesn't matter. She yeah. she hates them. She thinks they're horrible mm-hmm. because she doesn't like wine. Sure. And so, like, trying to get that across to people, like, it it's going to taste like alcohol for the most yeah, part. Yeah, and, and specifically with the beers and wines, I don't think we've talked about this. So, the way they make those is they make it completely normal with alcohol in it. Yeah. And then they use reverse osmosis to take the alcohol out. Okay. Mm. So, those are completely fermented and everything. You're still getting every single flavor that you would get from a normal beer or wine. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. With the liquors, it's a little bit different. They're using more botanicals just to kind of try and replicate the taste. Sure. Um, but with the beers and wines, I mean, if you don't like beer or wine, it's not, not for you. Yeah. Like, it is beer and wine. Yeah, yeah. To a T. Yeah. yeah. So I think those are the main questions we get, yeah. I would say. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Yeah, and I'm sure the way you message that, not only, like, through your conversation with people, but how you, like, structure your menu, too, mm-hmm. in your shop mm-hmm. will be a big, big thing in educating people yeah. on that. So yeah. yeah, and I think it'll, specifically with the, can I get this non-alcoholic question, it'll help having a physical location that that's all we do, you yeah. know? Yeah. At these pop-ups, it's a lot of people, most of our clientele at the pop-ups have never heard of us. They don't know what we are. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so they kind of are coming up and seeing this menu for the first right. time, not even most of them not even really understanding what zero proof cocktail means mm-hmm. um so like we at a lot of the events we'll get the question does this have alcohol in it like are these alcohol free and we're like yeah that's that's what zero proof means yeah mm-hmm. you yeah. know and so it's kind of been an opportunity to educate people but i think with 
a physical space that we're known for doing this, that question will mm-hmm. be retracted quite a bit. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, and one of the events we did, one of the dating events, um, sometimes it's just us doing all the drinks for the night. Mm-hmm. The first one we did, we were we split the bar in half. So the house, the, or Tinker House, they were doing alcohol on the right side of the bar and we were doing the non-alcoholic stuff on the left mm-hmm. so sometimes that can be a little confusing for the people out there mm-hmm. too because they'll come up to our side thinking yo can i get a beer and we're like yeah, yeah. and then they're like wait a second <laughs> and then we have to <laughs> we have to explain it to them and they're Surprise. like oh you wanted to go down there and they're like oh yeah yeah sorry. <laughs> and, and vice versa sometimes you have people go over there and they're like can i get you know the scaled and icy and they're like that's there yeah. yeah and so that's been a little confusing too but uh-huh gotcha yeah king said it'll get right it'll be out. easier yeah. like he said once it's just us yeah so. yeah do you foresee people coming in because i know this will be me uh, <laughs> getting both like a zero proof cocktail and coffee type of thing yeah, yeah so i think um it'll be interesting I'm, I'm very excited to see who our customers will be like who's actually going to come in uh-huh. i'm extremely ex- excited to see who's going to apply to work there Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the customers go, I'm, I think it'll be interesting because we are a coffee shop and a bar. So it'll be, I, I don't know if if we're going to open and it's going to be most 70% of our customers are getting lattes mm. and 30% are getting cocktails. Mm-hmm. Or if it's going to be like, you know, 90% of our customers are getting cocktails, beers and wines and barely anybody gets yeah. it. Yeah. Or is yeah. it going to be equal? And we have this weird, hard to know. we yeah. have this weird split in our dynamic. Obviously we talked about earlier, all the different groups that we cater towards. Mm-hmm. One of the things we left out was coffee. So everybody drinks coffee, yep. but namely people who get up early in the morning and do difficult work. Like for example, 650 people that work in a bank headquarters. That's <laughs> yeah. the story above us. You yeah. Know? yeah. Helpful. And we happen to be the only people that serve coffee. So huh, we've okay. got this huge group of people that work in the building that are going to come see us too. Yeah. Plus we've got the community that drinks coffee and then we've got all those weird subgenres of people that are coming in for the mocktails. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think we're going to try to market um, the beers and stuff to some of the employees. Mm-hmm. I call yes. Them work, work beers. Because oh, yeah, you don't yeah, have yeah. to get like fucked up and you can still do your <laughs> office work but yeah. you're drinking an IPA or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds appealing to me. So yeah. I think hopefully we'll be able to convert some of them to it. Um, but we've talked about running a cart through the yeah, yeah. Even do like a happy hour special. Yeah, doing a happy hour or something. Really cool. Where it's yeah. three to five or something. And exactly. Fortunately for us, we don't have to deal with alcohol laws because in Indiana, you can't reduce prices for alcohol yeah. on a happy hour. Oh, it okay. has to be a full day sale. If you're going to do a sale on alcohol, gotcha. that doesn't apply to us because everything's not alcoholic. Very nice. So we can absolutely do a happy hour. You know? Yeah. We yeah. kind of yeah. get around these weird Indiana laws that everybody else has to follow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, we could absolutely run a happy hour cart through the building and be like, hey guys, we're coming through with all the beers and wines. Get one for the rest of your shift, you know? Yeah, right. yeah. That kind of thing. That's a great so. idea. Yeah. And having the coffee underneath that many people is mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. I mean, that's actually the reason they, they straight up told us. They were like, you know, you guys are young. I mean, this is your second business. Your guys' finances are looking a little thin. But we really, really, really want a coffee shop as an amenity for our employees. It's gonna be huge. So we're gonna we're gonna trust you guys. We're gonna go with you guys. Blah, that that blah, blah. alone. They straight up told us that yeah. that's the reason they're approving us. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, I mean, uh, it is the most sought after spot in Fishers right yeah. now. Yeah, so. I mean, I used to work uh, at Simon downtown uh-huh. and Patitu's in the basement yep. or mm-hmm. the first floor. Yep. So it's like 
uh, they're getting so much business, yes. not just foot traffic, but there's right. how many hundreds of people above them. Right. Yeah. It's like, and it's why always, would you go anywhere else for coffee when it's right there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. fine. I'll pay winter, $10 for a single egg. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just, it's right here. That's funny. Pad Chew's actually going to be, <laughs> yeah, they're opening a location across the street from us, too. Yeah, no, no. Oh, I mean, so, I like Pad Chew, but yes. Yeah. But yeah, that. Sell my arm for a sandwich. That's when they posted it in the, I'm in the, all the Fishers group or groups on Facebook. Just trying to see what the community is looking for and asking for, mm-hmm. and when they announced that Patachu was going in there, man, the comments oh, yeah, it was similar right. stuff to that. They're like twenty dollars for sandwich. Like, <laughs> <laughs> people are like, "This is not what we need. Why are they doing this?" People were not happy about yeah, it. But yeah. I, I think breakfast restaurant and Fishers. Yeah, yeah, who needs this? Yeah. But, so, are you guys gonna do like any oh, any food? food at all? Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. So uh, we're finishing up the food menu currently. Uh, we're kind of doing it. We're limited. Unfortunately, our space yeah. cannot have any ventilation for food, okay. so we can't do like frying up burgers in the. In right, the like, that's that can't happen. Like, weird like a breakfast, Sammy, like Starbucks style or something like that. Or? Yeah, there's weird laws surrounding the protection of the bank and what kind of air ducts and stuff mm. you can have because you know yeah. people can try and get in that kind of stuff. So gotcha. Yeah, very weird strict rules that we have that I've never seen with any other landlord because yeah. of the area we're in. Yeah. Uh-huh. So what we're gonna do is we we can have a panini press, mm-hmm. we can have a microwave. Technically, could have an air fryer. We can have an air fryer. Oh, cool. There's a few things like that we can do. We could so, do an oven, but you have. But it to has get to be self ventilated yeah, or like a con- oven. whatever, okay. which okay. is like very expensive. <laughs> yeah, I believe. So it. I just yeah. said, nah, yeah. we don't need that. Yeah. So mostly it'll be uh, like hot sandwiches. Um, so right now we've got one. It's like the pizza nini. Um, it's basically. Uh, pepperoni mozzarella it, it, i mean it's basically like a calzone but in like a panini form awesome mm-hmm. that's awesome uh, and then we'll do like baked chips as a side mm-hmm. uh, and then like in the morning um we'll have like obviously what pastries and stuff and we'll have like um some yogurt bowls and like breakfast sandwiches like yeah. um you know we we've got one um it's like a nutella bacon sandwich so we'll have some sweeter ones we'll have some more savory breakfast stuff yeah. And so it, it'll be about probably like eight to ten like meal meal mm-hmm. type of foods. And then like, of course, pastries, grab and go stuff. So nice. we're uh, yeah. in the works on potentially a real gourmet version of a PBJ that I'm pretty excited about. Okay. Oh, yeah. all right. Sign me up. <laughs> I've, I've seen someone um, put cinnamon on an Uncrustable <laughs> and then air fry it. <laughs> Just oh. throwing that out there for you guys. Uh-huh. Just yeah, just plant oh, that yeah. seed. <laughs> That's good. What do you think your hours will be? Um, so we'll be um, seven to ten probably on the weekdays, Monday through Thursday, and this is possibly all possibly earlier because yeah, employees. Yeah, this is all um, uh, customer dependent. Obviously, if uh-huh. you know it dies at like seven and absolutely nobody's coming for like the first two months between 7 and 10 we're going to change our hours real quick yeah. but um, 7 to 10 and then Friday and Saturday will be 7 to midnight okay. probably uh, might be a little later might be a little earlier depends um, 
so he said next to us is La Macaroon. Next to La Macaroon is going to be a place called Tiburon, which is like a fancy seafood place. Mm. We're not exactly sure when they're going to open. It's going to be probably after us because they haven't even started, and it's like and twice yeah, the size of our space. Yeah, but, so um, and it's going to have like an outdoor patio, mm-hmm. and right next to the patio will be a hotel. So yeah. there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. Okay. I don't know wow. if you but, saw this, but they spot. did finally announce it's a Hilton hotel. Oh, yeah? Yeah, okay. the nickel plate by Hilton. Oh, I didn't know that. So you guys have a Super lot cool. of good traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Be, we were so lucky we, in this We yeah. really, now that it's Hilton, we probably won't be able to get away with this, but we wanted to do some sort of signage in the rooms, like a little A-frame sign that's like, don't like your shitty black hotel coffee, come down to Memento. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you'd have to give them a good incentive. To, <laughs> <laughs> right. But, I mean, yeah, or... Could you supply the coffee? That's true. Like yeah. the roast, that's the true. Ground yeah, that's or or whole bean. Like see if you that. can finagle that. Be like, hey, write that down, Max. We scratch, <laughs> we scratch <laughs> some backs here. Real I mean, deal. like, yeah, see how much you can provide. Uh-huh. Honestly, can you put anything in their mini fridge? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. This guy. So, good idea. You're looking told, for a I, job, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I told you it was worth it to brave the snowstorm to come to this. Right. Yeah, what what, what do you need? <laughs> Not just a hat rack, guys. That's oh, great. Man. So, but yeah, so replace their shitty coffee. Right. Like, hey, I was yeah. at this other Hilton, like the other side of town. This coffee blows. Right. Let me tell you about this. Yeah, that's yeah. actually smart. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, and then on Sundays we'll probably end up doing something like eight or nine in the morning till. Sundays are kind of weird for for coffee. Usually places close pretty early on mm-hmm. Sundays, like three or four. Yeah. I don't know how bars are real weird on Sundays yeah. because. I mean, up until a little while ago, it was still iffy if you could even be open right, on yeah. a Sunday at a bar. Right. Yeah. So uh, I don't really know. Kind of a gray area legally. You guys doing TVs or anything? Like to have sports on Sundays? We're not going to have TVs. No? Okay. No. okay. I, I, I'm, so I was going for less of a sports bar and more of a cocktail lounge, yeah. if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Got it. It's kind of more of the vibe, so I call cool. it a bar, but cocktail lounge, cocktail bar. That's why we're called Memento Zero Proof Lounge is the yeah, gotcha. title. It's cool. more of a lounge than... Now, um, location two, I won't say too much about what we're planning there, but yep. it's mostly, have you guys heard of Tappers? Uh, or 8-Bit? I've heard of 8-Bit, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So something similar to that, but okay. instead of like, uh, you know, 60s, 70s, nostalgia video games, arcades, more of like, well, I mean, we're 90s kids, so more mm-hmm. like think of a taco bell in the 90s aesthetic uh, uh, nickelodeon slime game cool cubes game cubes and, yeah. gotcha. game something like that the, is yeah. kind right of what on. we're thinking for location too because okay. the only ones that i know of are you got to drive to downtown or there's mm-hmm. not one in, like up yeah. north really that there's like and if you like get that. n64 with golden eye yeah that's what i'm saying that's Woo, what i'm saying baby. and you're drinking beer leaving. while you're doing it that's, i ain't leaving that's, <laughs> and of course that is Hopefully, also the location where we'll, we'll do the, do the DA, DA and stuff. And stuff. So, so getting very up cool. While playing games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. So that's kind of what we're thinking. We kind of want to do sort of like a speakeasy situation yeah, there. Cool. Nice. Up front is hidden. like a '90s video rental store, mm-hmm. uh, but like the guys of a 90s video rental store but it'll yeah. be like pull a couple of certain yeah, movies and, and then you get the cousin oh, back cool. in the so that's oh, cool but that one, one location badass, at a time man. yeah yeah, but yeah. <laughs> keys on a piano thing like yeah. batman style <laughs> <laughs> yeah pull the little lever yeah do you think once you're in the, oh sorry no go ahead go ahead i was just gonna say do you think when you're in the space do you think you'll still continue to do pop-ups and do like mobile absolutely stuff? absolutely okay. so mm-hmm. we already submitted for the farmer's market Cool. Um, so we're going to try to do that. 
Um, and then definitely, I know we've already been asked to do a graduation party for oh, cool. a, a senior in high school. Nice. Come, come May or June. Yeah. Um, so we're definitely going to, in my mind, if I can be making money in two places at once, why would I not? Right. Ideally, it'll, you know, we'll still do some pop-ups and stuff, but it'll right. switch more from the pop-up market to the catering market right. where it's like, okay, you're pre-hiring us to, you know, yeah. come do, do this a whole wedding. event, do a yeah. wedding, do a graduation party, sure. that kind of thing, um, where we'll provide you bartenders and supplies and we'll Very have cool. drinks made for you. Yeah, them. we'll definitely do events at the space too. I, and have... I think we'd love to do like custom drinks for your events if you've yes. got something that you're like, yeah. hey, this is the vibe. I'm looking for a drink that kind of fits this. I'm having then a tiki night. Yeah, we'd love <laughs> to come up with a menu of tiki cocktails. So if you guys ever want to do like, I know a handful of gym owners around the city. Mm-hmm. So yes. if you ever want to like get into yes. gyms, yes. let me know. Yeah, that's a big um, thing too. I know some people like gym goers still like to get hammered. Right. But it can be like, hey, if you want alcohol bring it right. but we'll have like non-alcoholic right. you know yeah. beers and wine so well, i mean that's athletic brewing's whole yeah, freaking thing the whole I mean, thing. That's the yeah. Whole thing is sponsoring athletes and people mm-hmm. they they've got pictures of people running marathons chugging the beer okay it's nice good for you mm-hmm. like <laughs> i used to do i used to track my calories and stuff on this app and it'll you scan the the barcode and it'll give you either a smiley face a mute like a oh, yeah. nothing face or uh-huh. a sad face based on how good the thing is for you mm-hmm. and i got a smiley face every time i drink an athletic beer so right, there we it's go. like good for you to all right them. so um but yeah. yeah we'll do lots of events at the space too like trivia nights open mic nights sweet typical yeah friday saturday bar stuff very uh, cool man. i love that karaoke <laughs> mm-hmm. where uh where can people find you instagram websites social media um, so all you that can good find stuff. us uh at memento retail uh, that's our social media, so Instagram, TikTok, it's all Memento Retail, and then our website is MementoRetail.com. So, okay. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, and if, on Facebook, uh, I think it's at Memento Retail, but you can just type in Memento Zero Proof. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. On Google. Yeah. And that's what they Google's. can purchase, like, clothes. Yeah, too. so we've got all our clothes on say, there. Yeah, I want to buy, like, a You can buy our coffee. Uh, you can buy beers. We'll uh, ship uh, six packs or individual beers to you too. Nice, um, nice. So you can get all that. Right now, we're not selling any of our bottles yet, but we'll start yeah. selling those. Same thing in the space. So. Cool, mm-hmm. cool, very nice. Yeah. Tim, uh, anything else? Um, Schwan Max here. I know we we covered a lot. No, I, I did. Think everything that combo. I wanted to ask about. We've, yeah. we've covered it. Uh, yeah, anything you guys want to hit on? We always have like a, the same last question to ask everybody, all of our guests, but anything we haven't touched on that you guys want to hit? Um, um, anything for listeners? Yeah, anything we didn't cover? Don't think so. I just say yeah. uh, follow us on socials. We'll be posting when our events are. We'll be mm-hmm. posting when we're opening. Like I said, it should be May or June, sometime like that. Yeah. So just keep an eye out. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, hopefully the show it. helps helps you guys get more eyes yeah. and audience. And uh, yeah, anytime you guys want to come on, man, like this is right a good on. time. So yes. we love yes. having yes. fun yeah, conversations with good people. Yeah. So, um, all right, we always like to ask people at the end uh, how you want to be remembered when it's all said and done. Your time here mm. is is over. How do you each want to want to be remembered? As an individual, or as the business is all said and done? You can do both if you want. Shit. Mm. <laughs> Most people go individual, but since right. you run the business, you can sure you can tie it together. Man. I mean, I'm about to have a baby in uh, two months. So oh, congrats! I want him yeah. to say he was a good father. Yeah, he was a good husband. He was a good brother, good son. Obviously, all that stuff. Um, 
Yeah, I think I just like to be remembered as a good part of the community, somebody who gave back. I, lo I love Fishers. Been here most of my life. Um, that's, I mean, that's why I was passionate about opening it here. I want to be, uh, I want to give back to my community. I want to create a space for them to all come be pressure-free and feel welcome. So I'd say just, I was an upstanding citizen in my community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just like to be remembered as good guy, I guess. Hell yeah. I love it. He was Hell a good yeah. guy. That's what yeah. I want on my head stuff. Hey, yeah. Better than a bad guy. guy. Better than a bad guy, dude. <laughs> yeah, he was a good guy. Max, yeah. how do you want to be remembered, bro? Uh, you know, I think when I've thought about that question all through life, it's there's always been one consistency. And I've had a lot of different answers to that question. But mm -hmm. the one that always rings true is... I want to be somebody that helped pioneer a wave of change in society. Mm. Um, and I think that's something that we're really striving to do with this business um, is kind of be the pioneers of this wave that, hey, you don't have to drink, you know? Yeah. You can you can drink, and absolutely, if you want to, do that. But you don't have to. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the societal norm, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think through that, my goal in life is just to kind of help push that change forward and help people realize that. Yeah they don't need alcohol you know they, yeah. they can live their life however they want to live it with whatever substances they want to try and you yeah. know it, it's all up to you so i want to kind of push that narrative forward mm -hmm. love it yeah, yeah. you guys love do it. a meaningful work much better than mine yeah. <laughs> actually i want to be remembered yeah. as the president of the world i'm gonna own everything yeah that's the goal yeah, we appreciate you guys, man. Thanks for your time. Yeah. Traveling Thanks, in, in the weather, of course. Anytime, yes. anytime. So, yeah, anything we can do to help, whether it's, you know, podcast equipment or sure. how we do anything, intros to we've been blessed with talking to a ton of people because of the show. So, yeah. yeah, anything we can do to help, let Absolutely. us know, man. Absolutely, yes. man. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging. Until next time, we are out of here. All right.